I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bimmer on and we've got back Lewis Clark how are you Lewis back again man nice to see you man good to see you bro first podcast nearly quarter of a million views look phenomenal mad story former bank robber changed your life your dad's in prison but you're out trying to do the right things now you've got your own YouTube channel which we'll plug straight away what's that uh, Big Lou Gym Bars um, also Instagram Big Lou Gym Bars how are you dealing with it? The kind of limelight, social media side of things? Do you know what? I just need to say uh, thank you to a lot of people who reached out after the podcast with you. Um, loads of nice messages, positive messages asking like work-wise, come and work with me. Is there anything I can do? So to everyone who sent me their messages, I appreciate all of you. Yeah. Because I think people see like, you are a good guy. We've remained friends and that's the important thing that these platforms can give people a leg up to create a better life for themselves because it ain't fucking easy man like it's difficult out there like all we want to do is survive and as you can tell i put on a bit of weight mate so. I, can, I can see what <laughs> what is happening there mate <laughs> that's a proper bit of pudding there mate <laughs> it's cold up in scotland mate all we've got all I, all I do is do podcasts and then go home and eat i can see <laughs> but how are you dealing with the kind of life outside of prison do you know what i've been out um a year next month and um, I'm I'm still adjusting. I'm still adjusting f- to things. Um, my life's getting a lot more easier because I, n- I know which direction I want to go in and that now. Uh, the relationship with my daughter's building up. Uh, we've been doing a bit of shopping together, messing about. Um, she's in secondary school now. Things are proper looking up for me. I'm really like, I'm starting to enjoy life again. Were you surprised how big your story was? Yeah, I was and I wasn't because... I know it's a crazy story, like having my brother shot and being in prison for such a long time. But to me, it was kind of normal where I'm around so many people like that. who's been in prison for like 20 years and doing 30 year sentences. It felt kind of normal. It's not until people started reaching out to me and I'm thinking, oh, my God, like people actually care about me. And um, that gave me a little bit more motivation to want to do better with myself. How's your dad getting on? We know he's inside. 
Yeah, shout out Big Tom, man. Can't wait shout to have you over. He's, he's doing so well now. Um, he's, his life's going to change. I, I just know it. He, he's such a character and I'm looking forward to having him back home again. Yeah, you still get a lot of people want you on the platforms as well. Like Father and Son Bank Robbers, there's not many people done that sort of shit. Like, I know we can laugh and joke, but it's still mad to think that that happened. Yeah, um, we, we've actually have, had a little talk about it, and I promise you, if we do, we'll be on. We'll be on with you first. Good man. He's going to get maybe. What about possibly getting a book out for the future? Oh, definitely. I was thinking. I don't want to give away too many tiles just in case someone nicks it and mm. that. But I've got a few little um, headlines in my head I want to use. Uh, it's just down to dad, really. I see how what he wants to do because he's quite a private man as well. Yeah. How's your dad? And obviously, we know he's been active for many years. But how's he feeling this time about getting out? Are you going to see big changes, or is a do you think he could bend up back inside? I think my dad's out now, you know. See, um, he's been doing open conditions and he's been he works every single day outside the prison, grafting his ass off, dri driving around forklifts. And um he, it seems like he's enjoying it. You know, I think he just wants a peaceful life now. And if we can get a little book out together and he can see like the rewards in things now, I think he might want to change and I want to see him do a podcast because he's got so much better. He's got much better stories than me to tell on that, you know, and he's such a funny man. Um, so I'd love to get him on here. Mm -hmm. How's that, like, adjusting? Like, you've been out a year now, like, I know you're saying it's still finding your ways, but have you adjusted quicker than you thought? Yeah, I, f I think I have. Um, like I said, it'll be a year next month. Um, I love London transport for some reason. I'm not driving at the minute. I've been booting around in my missus's car every now and again, but I've been taking London transport. So just jumping on the train from here to there and getting buses everywhere. I actually enjoy it. I've actually had a few people uh, sit next to me on the train and say, oh, Lou, I see, I see you on a podcast. And it's quite nice to have conversations with pe random people on the trains and that now. Mm -hmm. It's mad, isn't it? Experience that because of these podcasts and that, how stories can get out there, then people can look for inspiration even though you've, people have done wrong in life yeah you can also learn so much from that for people not to make the same mistakes for people then to go do you know what he is a good guy because if you go to a job they look at your record you're yeah. not getting a job I'll tell you what as well since the last part I've been on a few jobs proper jobs by the way um, <laughs> le legit jobs um, um, <clears throat> so some fellas got hold of me on Instagram he's took me on a roofing job you know uh, cleaning roof tiles yeah. the algae and the green stuff off it Working's pretty hard, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mate, he had some long pole with some jets coming off the top, getting this algae off the roofs and that. But he's gone to the top of the ladder. I'm meant to be holding the bottom of the ladder for him. I've took my foot off it for one second. The ladder's come straight down yet. He's landed straight on his back. I was I was trying not to laugh. I was absolutely <laughs> dying in bits. Uh -huh. And he's let he's winded <gasps> laying on the floor. Um but shout out Steve for I appreciate that day's yeah. work. That's hard work. Half seven in the morning. We done a bit of a dodgy job, to be honest. We didn't get back to Nana, and I kept doing uh, messing up. So we had to um, come back, get some more bleach and stuff to bleach the um, tiles. Mm -hmm. So I done um, I done a day with him. Then I've done a couple of house clearances. Um, what else have I done? I done cleaning a patio. I was doing some um, some couples patio with the, um, the the jet washers. Anyways, like, don't go too close with it because it will take up the thing. As soon as he said that, I've gone too close and it's ripped a bit of the patio off. A bit of it's come straight off. I tried to plug it straight, pushing it straight back in the floor and that. And he said, Lou, did you do that? I said, no, it's already there. Mm -hmm. So um, apart from that, I've been trying to do, concentrate on my YouTube stuff. 
because I feel I've got somewhere to take it. And I've got a good concept. I just need to get a little bit more confidence, a little bit, um, put a bit more thought into it because I know it can actually happen. Um, and that's what really what I want to do. I really want to get my YouTube stuff on the go and hopefully get a book out for next year as well. Yeah. But like you say, you're just adjusting. So many years in prison, all the shit that you've done to then, it's like both, it's totally night and day to try and make an honest living, to be climbing up ladders, to be fucking jet washing. Yeah. And part of your mind will be thinking, this is so hard for 50 quid, 100 quid a day, whatever it is you get. And yeah. you're thinking, like security car drive, van drives past, you're thinking, it's easier. Oh, they seem to be absolutely everywhere at the minute as yeah, well. It's a test. Yeah, there is a test. Sometimes I walk past and I see them like loading up a, um, an ATM machine or walking into a bank. I'm sure you lot are doing this on purpose now, you know? But um, I'll be honest, it's not crossed my mind once to grab one of them cassettes and go. It's not crossed my mind once. It's Christmas as well. The money is double, treble now. Oi, the money's there, but um, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want no part of it in it anymore. I can actually see doors opening for me and I can see opportunities there yeah yeah now it's really do you know what doing these podcasts has really put a lot of confidence back into me and that you know i've got so much better in front of the cameras so much better at talking to people um i believe um next year is going to be a pretty good year for me best year of your life i think it possibly will be mm-hmm. i've already got christmas presents out of the way for my daughter she's already sorted mm-hmm. so i just got to get the missus something now how good is that feeling to be then free man to be walking around with your daughter getting Christmas presents and talking about next year's going to be the best year of your life possibly when you're in prison you're thinking man I'm just going to go straight active again but then to come out and really go for it and that's just for anybody watching that people can change your your inspiration to be then staying solid because it's fucking hard out there it's hard to survive it's hard to put food on the table but how good do you feel with just okay knuckling down and and going for it and that belief system the belief is important because what you believe you certainly can achieve and as cheesy as that is it's so yeah. important to believe that but how do you feel within that that you, you've stood your ground you've been out a year and you keep chipping away to then preparing yourself for bigger things basically yeah so w- w- when i was away um I, I i used to write down all my little ideas and my goals and set myself targets i've actually achieved everything in my, within my first year, what I put down, what I want to, what I want to get done. So it's about setting goals and hitting your targets. So I need to get some new targets and that written down for next year. Now, um, anyone who else is watching this, please, if you get released from prison, just make sure you've got some goals and that ready. Make sure you have a plan. Come out with a plan. Don't just come out and don't know what you're gonna do. You need to know what you could be doing before you get released. Yeah. See when you just what was your thought process coming out of prison the last for your last time? From this sentence yeah. coming out, um, the first six weeks of being out, I kind of wanted to go straight back in. That was, it was nice. Don't get me wrong. It is so nice to be out and physically be able to cuddle my daughter. But I was thinking, this is pretty odd out here. Um, my routine started slipping away, you know, getting up at like half six in the morning, getting my free flow out of the way at half eight, getting back for 12 o'clock. I started losing a bit of routine. Um, that's one thing I did actually like about prison to put me in routine, but um, I'm back on it now, getting up early, getting to the gym, getting work done. And um, I've been up and down. I've been up and down the UK with a, a fellow called Silky. He's on tour at the minute. He does a lot of house music. So I've been up and down touring with him. So shout out Silky. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping busy, but you're connecting now to bigger names, more positive names, legit money. Like, 
<clears throat> do you ever wake up and think, like, what the fuck is this about? Like, why did I not choose this path sooner? I messed up, man. I messed up. There's so many opportunities. Um, there's so many opportunities out there. And you just got to keep knocking at these doors. You're going to get turned away from like three or four doors, but please believe the fifth or sixth door is going to open for you. You just got to be consistent with what you want to do and just keep knocking on these doors. They will open, I promise you. Has anybody ever came forward and tried to get you back into the old life though? I've had, a, I've had a, one or two people said, Lou, you fancy this? And I said, definitely not. And it's pretty easy for me to walk away from that sort of life. Um, I'm still, um, I still see a lot of like people I grew up with who's still involved with certain things, but um, I love them from a distance now. It's not like I turn my back on them. I still see them say hello, still care about them, but I'm on a different path to what they're on. Do you feel as if they could turn on you because they feel as if you've turned on them? No, they fully respect what I'm doing. See, that's a good thing. They, yeah. That's important because a lot of people feel peer pressure where they feel as if I've not turned my back against you, I'll show you. And before you know it, they'll yeah. back into life and you're doing another big stretch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, one good thing is like my, my circle's got smaller, which is a lot easier. Um, whereas before, before I went to prison, I found myself helping so many people out. Now there's literally about six people around me, genuine people. They've all been helping me out in it as well, giving me motivation. How are you sleeping at night? Oh, do you know, I had a terrible sleep last night. So I'm I'm in a shared accommodation at the minute and this geezer next door to me, he's got mental health problems, bless him. But um, last week he was standing naked in um, outside my house and it's raining, he's got his willy out and last night he was having a, he was having a great time. He sounded like he's having a party and then the fellow who's living above me all you can hear is his footsteps. So I, went, I got to sleep about five in the morning, got up at seven. I had a couple hours sleep today. Because mm -hmm. I know you struggled with sleeping that back in the day. Yeah. Now my sleep, it is getting better. It's just, I had a rubbish sleep last night. How's the shelter accommodation and stuff? Uh, it's not It's not great. I need, to, uh, I've been in there seven months. I've done three months in a MAPA hostel and I've been in there about seven months now. So I'm waiting for a opponent house. How long have you got to do? Six months, 12 months? Yes, yeah, six to 12 months in the temporary and then sh surely I should get a permanent, maybe after Christmas. But you're hustling it out, mate. Like, you know how easy it is to get sucked back into crime, especially when you're struggling, especially when you think, mm. but you've got your, like you're more confident now than you were the first time mm. because you believe, you believe. I like, can see it now, yeah. I can see things. And how, how important is that for you for when you start seeing it and start believing it? Because at the start, you, it's hard to see things when there's so much darkness, so much clouds, so much negativity, the pain of the past. How, when these clouds started moving, like how good a feeling was that? Oh, it's wicked. It's just doing getting things done one at a time. You know, like at first thing, there's so many clouds that's in my way, I can't see nothing right now. But I've been out a year now and things are just slowly opening up for me. And you know what? I had a lot of people message me on Instagram, um, a few from Scotland. Shout out, um, shout out to the Scots. Um, a lot of mental people suffering mental health and that is, and thank you for your story. And we still check in with each other on Instagram. I give them a little message whenever I can. Like sometimes um, I can't get back to all of them, but um, I get back to as many as I can. So I'm glad they reach out. You can reach out whenever you want as well. Just don't fill up my DMs, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard though no, because it's... everybody's always, like because people watch these things and they truly are engrossed in what people's got to say. Like they, a lot of, that's when you know the world's a good place as well. I know a lot of people, we hear a lot of badness on the news and the radio, but people genuinely care that if bad things happen, the first thing a human being wants to do majority of the time is help. Yeah. So if people, you're telling your story and people go, ah, you know what, I, I like him, there's an opportunity. Like, 
it's all down to the individual. I say to me, you first come on the podcast, listen, you're going to get a big wave of people, mm. and then it kind of dies down, it kind of fizzles. But thankfully, you're on again. Then we've got another few things in the pipeline. You've got your own show on YouTube, but you've got Danny Simpson coming on. Like, oh, shout out Danny Simpson, mad and bastard, like, absolute nutter. Yeah, I don't. I, I say to Danny every time he's on the podcast, I agree with absolutely nothing that he does. But there's That's something it. about him. You've he's got. I thought it's hard to explain. He's got character. Yeah, it's hard to explain. But if I says in the podcast just there with Danny, like if I would never need him for anything. But if I ever did and I phoned him, he'd be there in the heartbeat. Oh, he's that. He is actually that person. Yeah. Even just seeing him there a minute ago, it's nice to see him as well. You know, we have got a little gym gym um, workout ready for next week as well. So make sure you're ready, Dan. Yeah. Like, what do you think? You when your dad will come out, do you think he'll adapt easier because he's out on home leaves? Yeah, where he's been out on home leaves and he works outside the prison, um, he's going to be absolutely fine. You know. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, he, he can do either or like he's built for prison and I feel he can he's adjusting a lot more to being outside now yeah obviously back in the day you were involved oh, I know the, the title of the last one with gang leader I know, you gang leader I know you didn't like that but it's just it's clickbait titles and you were properly involved you're like you've done a lot of, of shit you were involved with big names and a lot of the friends are in prison a lot are dead yeah thankfully you're still here but how hard is it to, to cut away from that gang culture yeah, so like I said, I still see a lot of lot of my old friends today, and um, I'm just gonna love them from a distance, and they they all respect me enough now to know I'm not gonna get back involved with all of that, you know. And even after the last podcast, someone from the other side who we used to have dramas with growing up said like I really respect what you've done on this podcast and that, and this is someone we used to have a lot of trouble with growing up. So we we exchanged a few messages and that, and we just left it there. We're not friends or nothing, but it was it was just something we got left there. It's dead now, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing, man. Oh, it's wicked. I was I was happy he actually reached out. I'm not going to say his name and that, but happy he reached out. And we kind of left it left it there. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few other people now. I used to have trouble with from Brixton and that, and we're all at the majors now. We look at each other, just acknowledge each other, and don't have to mm-hmm. be friends. Just quick nod of the head and just we just yeah. keep it moving. I think anybody with a bit of common sense though that can see. You get older, first of all, but you can also see that, okay, they're making a change. Like, a lot of people don't change as well. Mm. And a lot of people still have that anger or frustration from the past and don't really let go of grudges. But it just ends up killing your own soul. Nobody wins. Just fucking eats you alive. It's it's proper tight. It's absolutely tiring, man. Um, like I said, I've got loads of friends still doing 20s and 30s. One of my friends got released last week. from He went prison 2000. He's done 22 years. He's done seven years of that in isolation. 
Um, I'm hoping to get him on here soon. He's got a great story. Um, so we, hopefully we get him on here soon, but he's changed his life around as well. He's trying to do something different. And even after doing 22 years, you realize it's, 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 it's all long. Your family's missed you and no, no one wins. Mm-hmm. Seeing you're in that life of crime and you feel as if it's normal for many years of your life, seeing you come out and start, you step back and you look and start questioning everything. Does it make you sad in a way where you think, fuck me, you've not wasted your life because you wouldn't be getting the things you're getting now if you never done the shit that you've done, if you know yeah. what I mean. But So you can't really have much regret, but do you question it now and think, like, if, if only I had some, somebody to guide me better? Because you're not daft, man. Like You're yeah. a very likeable character, but it's just sad that people, it's all to do with guidance, but do you question like, how far you could have been if you had that guidance in your teens? Yeah, um, I was I was quite I was pretty good at football and boxing growing up. To be fair, if I stuck at one of them, I'm pretty sure I'd have been either or. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up, um, and like I said, Dad's been in prison majority of my life anyway. So I had my my mum to look up to really, whereas kind of needed more of my dad there. But it's, it's not too late. It's not. I'm 36 now. It's not too late. So I'm gonna make it happen over the next five years. Yeah. I'm gonna get busy. Do you think it's because your dad wasn't there that's the the low confidence comes as well? Do you know what? I can't even blame my dad for all of that because I don't know where I was gonna be because even my friend group used to do robberies or sell drugs. So was I always gonna go into selling drugs or doing robberies because all my friends did, or did I follow in my dad's footsteps? I think I was always gonna be around that sort of stuff. Yeah. Bounce or not get you on one of his shows? Bounce, um, what, fighting? Yeah. The only way is, if Bounce calls me out, then I'll, I'll come on the show, innit? Yeah. Right, then. <laughs> nah, do you know what? I love Bounce. I've got a bit of a dodgy shoulder at the minute. I keep saying it, but I'd love to get involved with one of these um, one of these fights. I was just mm-hmm. talk, Dan was just saying as well, um, I'm pretty sure we can draw some people out. Yeah. I'm going to start trolling some people on yeah, Instagram. Just start calling, get, start talking shit about people. That's what I am, yeah. I'm going to start, um, maybe call out some of them Tawi lot. Yeah, call it See anybody, mate. Just call it anybody, mate. Like, that's the fun, I think. I know these, some of these events get a lot of stick because it's not professional, but it takes balls to get under the ropes, man. It takes, for anybody to train and willing to, listen, you can get seriously hurt, especially if you're not a professional you yeah. as well. You have more chance of getting hurt probably, but it's just, you've got to respect the hustle. Anybody that's out there trying to hustle and make waves, like, man, that's respect. I respect mm. that, like, it's easy to sit behind the screen and just talk shit. Like, how have you kind of dealt with the comments? Because you've had ninety nine percent positive, but the other asshole, you don't know who it is. Had, is yeah, has it, it triggered you? I've had a, I've had a few. Cause I'm, I'm I'm sometimes I reply back to stupid people, and I should yeah. I shouldn't even call them stupid. It's just their opinion. Majority of the time, um, they was they was just getting at me saying, um, "Why does he talk like he's black and stuff like that?" Um, I don't know what I talk like to be honest, but uh, that that is the only sort of. Uh, negative feedback I was getting why does he talk like he's black and stuff like this and then a few people saying why is this guy lying he's telling her he must have dreamt it or something so a few people had to send a newspaper newspaper um, article to and I had to tag them in it and stuff you know and then a few of them messaged me back said you know what I take it back my bad Yeah. you know um, I'm not one to lie but this know? is the the world that we're in especially if you're hitting big numbers and you've done lad bible as well now is that yeah. correct yeah yeah well, that just shows you how far you've come. Your story's only going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And then when your story's out there, your popularity becomes, and then if you're getting a book out, documentaries, films, 
like the father and son bank robbers that's the film I don't give a fuck with any concerts. So, someone needs to hit me up for that because I'll, I'll, I'll be very, I'll be, I'll be um, well up for that. Um, to, even if I don't star in it, just talking them through it and stuff and that, you know, I think it'd be a good watch or a good read. So you start making changes. Are you, does your dad see that? Because I know your dad's My not, dad, not cold, but he's been in the system so long where that, does he see his son making the changes yeah. like where he goes do you know what I'm proud of you son like, he said it a few times he said Lou I'm really proud with what you're doing and that make sure you keep it up and you can see it in his eyes when he says it to me he means it mm -hmm. even my mum says it now as well how does that make you feel it makes me feel wicked you know it feels like um, do you know what else is good I can sleep at night as well knowing my door ain't being kicked in by the police anymore mm -hmm. um, but yeah to hear my dad say I'm proud of you and that that, that just means everything man how's your mum Mum's great. She literally lives five minutes down the road. She's sweet as she's probably watching old Emma Dow or something like that. Does she watch your podcast? Yeah, she does watch it. She really enjoyed them. Um, she done a little sit down with me for my little YouTube channel as well. Mm. Just I spoke to her, asked mum. Um, I just said I'm sorry for what I put you through, and she, I was like, "What did you? What did I put you through?" She's like stress, depression. Like I mentioned, she went to a mental hospital for a little while, and she's come out the other side of it. I just said, "Mum, I love you." And she just says, I'm proud of what you're doing and stuff. How hard does that look when you that when you think about that and it's the the effects of that with hitting the family with that with the shite that we do? Yeah, no. Do you know what is the biggest reason why I do these podcasts, as well as it's helping me with my YouTube channel and Instagram and stuff, I'm just hoping it reaches to some of the youngsters. Like I don't want people to just think I'm just doing it just to get my face out there, which is helping me for what I want to do. But at the same time, I'm trying to reach out to a few of the youngsters just so they see a bit of sense. Hmm. When you're in prison, how many different prisons were you in again? Over 10. What was the worst one? Um, probably a young offenders called Portland back in 2005. That was absolute chaos. That's that and Belmarsh. Yeah, probably Portland and Belmarsh. Mm -hmm. Have you any of the screws ever came forward and spoke to you yet? Or says well done. Or... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A few of them have messaged me on Instagram. I'm not going to say their names and get them in trouble. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, um, one of them's from Scotland. Scottish, so, right? right. Uh -huh. So yeah, she reached out. Uh, said she's proud of that. And um, yeah, a few of them have. Yeah, a few of them have. It's nice because I actually got on with some of the screws. Some of them are wankers, but some of them are actually all right and they want to help you. Mm -hmm. What about your own training now? Because you were very big on training inside the prison. Like you still training as much outside. Um, I've got a bit of a dodgy shoulder. I've been um, seeing like chiropractors and getting sports massages, like training and working out is my only hobby. And I've not been able to do that since i come out of prison. I've been getting in the gym like once every couple of weeks and the shoulder problem just don't seem to be going away. How does that fuck with your mental health though? It ruins me. It's my only hobby. It's the only thing I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. um, so at the minute, I literally just go for walks and runs. What were you at your biggest? 17 stone. I was I was lifting some mental weights. I used to like I used to squat two hundred kilos, bench press hundred and eighty kilos. I was massive. My arms were like eight and a half inches. I'm only like fourteen now, just under fourteen. And that was without gear? That is without gear, that was just loads of porridge, loading up on porridge every day. What do you eat now? Do you know, I'm still eating the same food because I enjoy eating tunas and crackers or tuna and couscous. Um the missus has been cooking a lot more, so um, I'm grateful for that. Um yeah, but I'm still eating things like mackerel, mackerel and toast. I bang that at least three, four times a day still. Pot noodles? Pot noodles, 
Aldi's the spot. You just get your noodles, throw the tuna straight in, quick source of protein, and you're ready for your day again. So you'd never really come out that. I'm still, I'm still stuck. In, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck in it, and I don't mind the food. I actually still enjoy it, eating tuna. Um, I, my missus had a go at me the other day because I had mackerel on toast for breakfast. She's she come to give me a cuddle and she's feeling like you stink of mackerel. Mm-hmm. How's your missus in that dealing with it? You coming out, making changes, staying on the path like you, you find that's a benefit having somebody that supports you as well yeah no she's very supportive and she always says she's proud of me i think she even messaged me this morning saying she's proud of that with what i'm doing and um things are just just looking up for us when was the last time you cried oh, do you know what, what did it, i think i watched a film with the missus not so long ago i can't even say it i can't remember what film it was now it's pretty sad though it's a sad film love film I don't even know now. I can't even think about it now, but me and I looked at each other, I was like, oh man. Because you seem more emotional today, but in a good way. You seem freer, lighter. I feel, I feel, I feel like um, I'm coming out of myself a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel so closed off anymore. Like yeah. before, like I was in two minds with to come on and tell my story. Now I just feel open. I enjoy talking to yourself. Like even yeah. we talk on WhatsApp and stuff. It's just nice the amount of people that reached out to me. I just I feel so appreciated. Do you feel as if you're coming into your true self and who you should have been when you were a kid? Yeah. Where you don't need to put on the bravado and do the bad things to try and pretend that you're okay. Basically, yeah, that's exactly it. Growing up, I used to be this person I wasn't. I was a very very angry person. Now, I'm just like I'm, I'm, I like being silly. I've got my serious side when I need to be, but majority, I like to be silly and people have a good laugh and that. Yeah, because it's all about laughter, mate. And it's it? all like, about laughter and it just gets you through your day, doesn't it? Yeah. Everything, because obviously I, I see your old prison videos and that and you seem to be up for the crack and just fucking I love having it. a laugh. Did that get you through your sentence? I, I swear to God, like in prison, I used to I used to make hooch, the, the prison hooch. I, I was, used to get pretty good at it. So every cellmate I had, I would make sure we have a party that following week, I would get the hooch on the go. And we'll have we'll have some crazy parties and stuff, or we'll have little work. At one time, yeah, I got the whole wing drunk. I made at least fifteen liters of hooch one day. I need the video because I had the whole wing going absolutely crazy. I gave everyone a liter of hooch each for Christmas. The whole wing was jumping, going absolutely mental. How did you make the prison hooch? I used to get like the bread. We used to have to soak it in the water, extract the yeast from it, put the sugar in it, let it cook over. And you know what? I started getting really good at it. But the hangovers from that are mental. You'll be hanging for a good three, four days of the prison hooch. Did you feel as if it was worth it at the time? At the time, it felt wicked. Like, yeah, we're having a sick day out today. Did you not put potatoes in it? No. No People use potato skins, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I never used to use potato skins. But I used to have, um, we used to get some little sachets of, um, my friend told me that's called champagne, sorry, champagne yeast. Mm-hmm. You literally just poured it into a tropical juice and left it for a week and it used to turn the tropical juice into alcohol. But you used to sell that for like 20 quid a little sachet. How's your, your friends treating you, the ones that are doing lifers and all that? Are they happy for you as well? Yeah, like? yeah I'm still in contact with the, with the genuine ones. Mm-hmm. Um, still like um, send them letters and stuff or if they want some advice because some of them want to come and do podcasts and they want to change their lives and that around as well. So they're just asking advice. One of them come out the other day, finished a 14 um, life sentence. Um, hopefully he gets on one soon as well, because he's a nice little fellow as well. Do you think you'll be speaking in schools and prisons soon? Yeah, I think I'm going into a school next week. I'm not sure what the schools yet. I'm waiting for the information to come back in the next day or so, but I'm going into a school next week to do my first talk. I can see you doing that. 
But the more you do these talks and the more you're out there, the more everything's just to do with consistency. The yeah. confidence grows. And then before you know it, you'll be sitting in two or three years' time thinking, fuck me, look what a journey so yeah. far. I had a moment. I'm in a little boxing gym I'm in Battersea called Carney's Community. They help with a lot of little youngsters from around the state, the little misbehaving ones. So I talk to quite a lot of them now, play a little mentoring role. Mm. So next week I've got them all lined up for a workout in the gym. Um, we're going to do a little podcast actually we're going to have a little talk uh, a couple of the older lot a couple of the younger lot put them uh, have a little discussion then I'm going to put them through their paces um, so I want to do a lot more of that, of that sort of stuff for them do you see a lot of yourself and a lot of these younger kids some of them are really some of them ain't got no manners whatsoever mm-hmm. they're, they're really bad but um, there's, a, there's a few of them I do see myself in and like me they're lacking confidence they don't they don't see that there's doors possibly could be opening for them so I'm going to try and help them see that. Do you think that's what it all comes down to, is not having the confidence to believe that you're good enough to yeah. do these sort of things? Because be, having the, the little boisterous attitudes, it's all an act. It's all it's, pretend. It's, it's, all, it's all an act. If you see their faces the other day, I brought um, Hard Hitters UK down to the boxing gym. It's a little punch machine that goes around the UK. They keep asking for you as well, actually. Mm-hmm. I brought them down the boxing gym and if you see all the little kids' faces light up and it's like a little day out for them and it really made my day like just to see them all smile and that. So if I can just go down there once a week and just do some sort of circuit with them and look, give them a good little talking to, I feel like I've I've, cheat, I've achieved something. Yeah. Like, have you got yourself a five-year plan? Like you're planning for the future or are you only planning day by day? At the moment, I've been planning day by day. I've finished all my goals and that set from prison. I've done, I've accomplished. So I'm going to set some new ones within the next couple of weeks for the next year. Mm-hmm. Start getting things in place again. It's a, a good thing, man, to be here again and just the things that have happened over just, what, the last four or five months? Was it July? Yeah, it's I've just... seen you like, and just kept going. But like you say, it's just putting yourself outside that comfort zone. Yeah. And then you go, fuck me, like, that wasn't as bad as it was. It's not, it wasn't as bad. When I done it, I thought, oh, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> and then when I started seeing it, I was dreading looking through my DMs and, that and getting looking at the messages and that. The worst thing I'd say to anyone doing podcasts, don't read back your messages, lads. Don't mm. go back on there and see who's written what. Yeah, that's the hard thing. But again, it's 99% love. It was. I got a lot of support from that. And um, I didn't go through all the message, but some of them I replied back to. But a lot of them, whoever shows support on that as well, I appreciate you a lot, man. Yeah, but people... Like I say, Zella, people genuinely care, mate. Especially for people... Everybody loves a bad boy. End of the day, you are proper back in the day. Mm-hmm. Still be proper now if anybody stepped forward, but that's life. And people respect that. People respect somebody that's lived their life. You got... Listen, I ain't fucking daft. I got a lot of people on here talk pure shit. Mm-hmm. Just let them talk shit. It's not my job to confront or challenge that. It's their life if they want to talk yeah. shit. People can make their own assumptions. My job is just to guide a story. But you're proper, man. You're well-liked yeah. and well-respected and you're trying to make changes so for anybody that's watching to try and maybe give you a helping hand like come forward like what's all your social media platforms and that yeah so my instagram's big lou gym bars um that's doing all right i'm at 14k now so the numbers have been creeping up and mm-hmm. youtube's big lou gym bars i've got a lot more content to come out i've got a lot of ex-offenders gonna be i've done a few already i've not released anything yet got a lot of ex-offenders taking part little quick interviews quick 15 minute interviews 15 minute circuits and they've been nominating the next person to go next. But that's all it is, man. It's just consistency and chipping them away and having people real life stories. And I believe fitness is a key to any sort of great mental health and belief system. Like, yeah. Mine's just slipped to now, but I still feel yeah, good. Yeah, no, this, James, we, <laughs> hey, we got to sort this out, mate. What are you doing next week? I'm down, mate. What do you want to do? 
You got I think you, you and Simpson, we go we go down that like gym, mate. Yeah. Sound as a I think we need to make, we need to make this happen, man. Uh, I'm not having you walking around like that. This time I hear, mate, for the last fifteen years, something happens to me, and I, I go fuck it. It's like a six week, eight week blowout. And oh, then cool. January, I'll sort it for six weeks, eight weeks. I'm back on the path again until I, I hit Christmas. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. As excuses, mate. I'm looking forward to Christmas, though. Did people see in prison? Did people put on weight at Christmas? Um, it's a chocolate. Nah. No, not really, you know. We, Nothing we changed. Had, nothing changed, not much. We all had the same diet, but that's the best meal of the year in prison. Turkey. Yeah, the turkey, the turkey and the, the little, what, the little bacon sausage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pigs in a blanket. blanket. All the uh, the Muslim boys and that, they'd give me all their pigs in blankets and that. So shout out you boys, because mm. I enjoyed them. What's the, this may be a silly question, but do you miss anything about being in prison? Um, I, 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 I get sad when I think about my friends, some of my friends who are still in there. Uh, I, I do miss the conversations we have. Uh, there's a lot of them who's come out now and um, we used to have these discussions, what we're going to do when we leave prison and the genuine ones have all stuck to what they wanted to do. Like like myself, like a few of them have messaged me the other day saying, Lou, you said you was going to do all of this and you've done it. Just want to say I'm proud of you. But then you get a lot of fucking shit talkers as well. They've gone back to doing what they're doing and a lot. some of them have gone back to prison within a f few months. Mm -hmm. I've done pretty well. I've been out a year now. Last time I'd done, I think it was six weeks or something and I went back to prison for selling weed. So I've done pretty well this time. That's the longest you've been out? The longest was 2009 to 13, four years. Mm -hmm. But now you've matured a lot, not I mean like you've, you've came a long way now and it's seen the light. How, how are you dealing with your, your negative days? Um, negative days, um, I just tell myself, we're, we're all, we're all going to get these negative days. They come and go. They come and go and um, they're just, it's just making me a stronger person. And when I'm feeling down like that, I know I'm going to snap out of it within a day or so. So I just tell myself it's not going to last forever. How are you dealing with the pushing through the darker days? Like, do they last longer than the positives? Are you more positive and just believing? I'm so positive now. I just believe so much in what I'm gonna, what I want to do and stuff. Where I can see things happening now, most of my days are just positive. Like I'm really looking forward to next year because I just feel something, something big's happening. I know it is. Yeah, we've yeah. had a big year. What like big things have happened? Like you've learnt. That that make you sad as well when you see what it can be like just living a normal life but a peaceful life? I appreciate everything. I was just saying to my friend today, walking through the park, like just looking at these trees, I appreciate that tree just being there, walking along the River Thames. I see a seal in the River Thames. So yeah, I've, I've seen your video on oh, TikTok. Mate, I, was, I was walking. I thought it was a little blue staff. So I'm I'm, I'm walking down the I'm walking down the Thames. A little little seals pops his head up. I thought it was a staff in the Thames. I was gonna. No, I'm lying. I wasn't gonna jump in because it was freezing that day. But I wanted to jump in and try and save it. And then it's not until I see him go back under and come back up, and it was a seal. Yeah. So what's your TikTok for people to get involved? Uh, my TikTok is. I think it's Big Blue Gym Bars as well. I'm not that active yeah. on there, but I need to start getting busy on there. I've been making little skits, little funny videos, and that. Um, they're doing pretty well actually on um, my YouTube channel as well. You know, I'm just like reenacting certain situations what have happened in the past, but trying to make a positive out of them as well. Mm -hmm. Like the one I done the other day was about um, I was peer pressuring another little kid to go and do a shooting, but I kept having little subtitles come up during the little film saying it's not too late to turn back now, say no, mm -hmm. and then I'll keep tapping his chest. You're going to shoot him. You're going to knock on the door and you're going to shoot him. He ends up being the one who gets arrested. 
and I get away. And these times, he's the one who didn't even want to do it in the first place. Um, so I started up on my on my YouTube channel, and that's it's not got crazy views, but um, people they like that like that sort of content. Do you feel as if that's real life that happens on real life? A lot of a lot of what I've realised, a lot of people who are doing these life sentences, they don't even want to do it in the first place, and it's the ones who did want to do it that they get they they they're at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you see a lot of that, friends in prison, they don't want they shouldn't be there. Really, there's there's a lot of kids i shouldn't say kids there's even people my age in prison i'm thinking you shouldn't even be here like you can tell you're actually a good person me i should have been there i'm i was committing armed robbery whereas some people were doing like stabbings or shootings and you can blatantly tell they don't want to be part of that mm -hmm. some of them wasn't even um, the person who pull, pulled the trigger they don't want to be there but you're saying you're working on your confidence but to do an armed robber you've got to have the most confidence fucking out of anybody oh james i'll be honest I was, i'd look forward to it like I'd I'd think that's gonna like that one's gonna have forty that one's gonna have forty grand in that one or that one's gonna have twenty five in that one. Let me get him on a third or fourth run. You start having sleepless nights, and um, I used to have so many registration plates in my head of cash and transits, like doing deliveries at petrol stations or filling up ATM machines at different locations. I used to have sleepless nights thinking that's gonna be there on Wednesday. Oh, I can do that one Friday morning if that one don't turn up. How long did it take you to spunk all the money? Did you save, or were you just living uh, a high life? James, see, 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 see with this one, yeah. So it's a, it was a cash and transit robbery. You know, you take the cassette when mm -hmm. they're filling up. So there's filling up an ATM machine. Um, usually they hold about hundred, hundred grand in. I've took the the last cassette, which contained forty five thousand. But I've taken the cassette and um, obviously a set off the the money is covered in dye. I've got out of forty five. I've got about three grand out of it. So I don't get much money from it anyway. And what happened after after that? I got an extra year in prison for that money for forty five thousand. So I've got a confiscation order for money that I didn't even get to spend anyway. And I'm still paying it off now. So I've paid off eighteen grand. And while I was in prison, it gained ten thousand pounds interest. So at the moment, even though uh, me and my Cody split the confiscation order twenty two grand each, I still owe them sixteen thousand pounds. So it went up one pound seven a day that I was in prison. So the money you've stole, yeah, it was done with ink. Yeah, you didn't use that, but you still had to pay. I've got back. three grand out of it. Is there no way to get the ink off? Um, not really. You know, depends. So, some notes were worse than others. Like you can get away with getting them in little sweet shops and that. But it's just it's just crazy. I went court for it the other day for the, um, the outstanding amount. Like I said, I gave, gave them uh, eighteen thousand. Um, so I had. Still had another four and a half thousand to give them, but while I was in prison, it went up to eleven thousand pounds or ten thousand pounds interest. There's no way you can get that overturned. Or... That's what I'm trying to talk to a solicitor about in a minute because there's no, I get paid eleven pound a week in prison to clean the wing. I was like either a wing cleaner or I was a gym would leave where mm -hmm. I'll get fifteen pounds a week. Was that part of your sentence? Pay it back, get a lesser sentence? Yeah, so yeah, um so I paid about eighteen thousand and that got me uh it got me like 10 months off my prison sentence or something like that because I was trying to get out for my nun's funeral. So I had, to, I had to phone a couple of lads, listen, borrow me a couple of quid, borrow me a couple of quid. I was like, yeah, of course. So I got to 18 grand and that's what got me out for last year, Christmas. Yeah, because it would have been fucking cheaper just doing a 10 month. I wanted, to, you know, it was, I wanted to get out for my nun's funeral. Yeah. My nun's funeral was literally the next day. I said, lads, you got, you got, it's got to Is be done. Is that why you done it? That's why I done it, yeah. And um, the lads come through, come through for me. But I'm still, I still got to give them another blimmin' whatever, 15 grand. But I'll, 
at the minute, I give them twenty pound a month. Mm-hmm. So I told them that's all I can afford right now, and they've accepted it. So yeah, but at least you're paying it back. What? So you they were the ink in them, but they're not. There's not ink in everyone. How did they choose what they're putting the ink in? So as I know, majority of them are. Majority of them are. Is there? Yeah, yeah, majority of them has got ink in. So see, when you're opening one, is there a ways to open them without busting the ink? Um, there is there is ways in that, yeah. It's just a kamikaze number just to open so, it. Yeah, a lot of the youngsters, they just do kamikaze and just grab them and smash them open with sledgehammers and that. Like, there probably are ways of opening them up and that. Mm-hmm. How hard is that if you think you've done a good turn, man? You open it up and the doors all ink. Oh, it's pretty devastating to be fair mm-hmm. like um all of that to, to do a 17 year sentence and to come out in debt wasn't great was it but i'm not even stressing it do you know what i'm not stressing it whatsoever i know thing, things are turning um things are working out just fine for me do you have moments in your head when you think about that like you've done a seven stretch you've not been paid and you end up having to pay back money back money that i haven't even got so the system gaining off you they're running so off the system you. are winning now they're winning from me now mm-hmm. so they're, they're, they're i'm giving them money that i've not even got at a minute and i didn't even gain has that happened with a lot of people doing robberies no like when i was in prison that is like when i was telling the lads and that i got a confiscation order for it there's like that's the first time i've heard of anyone to get a confiscation order for one of them cash and transits mm-hmm. um i see some fellas got caught the other day on um on google actually they got about 400 grand worth of money over a space of a year but i think they're going to get a hefty confiscation order that's a lot though. i think there's about 12 codies though that's a lot what about who was the guy the ufc fighter again murray murray it done where did they do as, 60 I, million, 70 as, million? I was aware of his cody i was aware of his cody uh um lee um yeah that is who's that. the boy that's in a wheelchair paul is it paul it paul He's training yeah Paul yeah yeah involved at some point as well wasn't he yeah um yeah I think I've got him on my Instagram now yeah, actually same, man he's training well since about inspirational yeah. making changes like yeah he's doing his thing so he's co- Lee Murray's Cody like wh- yeah Lee Murray I was with his other Cody Lee the other, the other short stocky one what Lee, did he get Lee Rush he, I think he got like a 20 year 20 or I think he got a 30 year sentence to do 15 or something crazy like that you know he should be due for his parole any day now and Lee Murray's still in Morocco. He's still in Morocco, man. I don't think he's getting out. It's a shame, man. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. that when you you weigh it up and question, but the life, like, but if somebody's got a turn there, I don't even. I think they had to leave containers. They had. They left containers of dough and that. Like it's, it seems, it seemed like a good bit of work to begin with, and then you start hearing, oh, they found five million pounds there and three million pounds there. Then I think some woman's gone to try and deposit money what ain't even been taken off the tag. The tags ain't even been taken out of. It seemed a, a bit messy after. Yeah. Like they, there was so much money they didn't know what to do with it after that. It's too much though, isn't it? It's too much. Yeah, I'd be all right with a million quid. That'd be... Do you know what I mean? Sweet mate, set you up, innit? That set me up, lovely. But I'm not, I don't stress about money as I used to anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all going to come. See, when you see robberies and that in the papers and the news, like, does, does your... Ears perk up though. I have, a, I have a little butchers yeah. to have a look to see what's going on in that, but um, it doesn't excite me to make me thinking. Oh, do you know I've got one more in me? I've I've not thought that once. Do you think it's harder now? So many cameras. There's there's so many cameras now and grasses. Yeah. So why why do you think there's so many fucking snitches now? It's, do you know what? Some people just grass for no reason. There's nothing even in it for them. Yeah. 
think it's getting worse as well in it that's why a lot an honest life is the best life and you, you, you hear it people saying it that they can sleep at night do you know what there's what i'd say yeah if like people like from my sort of background like i don't if it's a straight girl someone who works a nine to five and they don't live my sort of life and they grass you know i've got nothing against them that's their life that's how they live but if you're from my sort of background and you're grassing you are a proper wrongin Mm-hmm. But if you're a nine to five goer and you're just a straight go out and you grass, I, I don't hold it. I'd be pissed with them. But that's their life. That's the way they live. They're not yeah. doing. They're not doing um, both. How's your friends that are in prison doing the big twenty stretches and thirty? Like, can they sleep or do they struggle with their mental health? Or have they just accepted kind of that's their life? They just need to deal with it. They've just got themselves into a proper prison routine now. They've made prison their home. Like I've got a few friends out in another two years. They've got nineteen wrecks. They've both done coming up to 17 years both of them now I think they went away 06 or something like that so they're out in a couple of years and they both seem headstrong mm-hmm. and like I said my other pal come out last week he's just done a 22 but yeah everybody's headstrong especially if they're that mentality to come out of this fast paced noisy everybody want a PCA but mm. do you think it's more draining out here than it is actually as a very prison? yes yes yeah, very draining out here I find myself buying myself a lot uh, even though I've got quite a lot of friends, I'm always by myself. Like after here, I'm going, I'm going straight home. Whereas before, I'd probably go and see who's on the estate and stuff. Now I'll just go straight home from here. Do you think it's safer though when you're by yourself more? I'll be honest, I still worry. Like when I go home and I, I know I've not done anyone wrong or anything, but sometimes when I get home of an evening and it's dark, I'm thinking, who's waiting there? And um, I still take my time or I might circle around, um, around my house twice before I go in. Yeah. Is that always a concern? That's always a concern for me. Yeah, I don't think that will ever go no matter how, yeah, how like I'm, old I'm st- go, are confident or saying you become or what you do in life because it's not just people enemies, it's just mad bastards out there full stop. Like, yeah. It's just... I, I don't see it in London though. Like, I've never... I, I don't see it. Like, I'm, it's, it's hard. Obviously you hear about it, you read about it, but I've been everywhere. And obviously, listen, you're always going to get some asshole who tests you this and that, but it's still a fucking good place down here. There's still a lot happening, but there's a vibe about London now, man. It's not sicky, but there's something, it's not a good vibe about it. Don't yeah. know what that is. Do you ever feel that? Or does it I feel, feel at home? No, it doesn't feel like home for me anymore. See yourself moving? I have to, yeah. I don't I don't really live around London at the minute. I'm out just on the outskirts so hopefully they keep me out there because I don't I literally I like coming to London just to come and see my daughter and come back out again mm-hmm. but it's, it's a bad vibe around here it's not it's not how I grew up I think it's got a lot worse do you think it's everybody's out for themselves now you see young kids smashing car windows and stealing watches and there's a lot of watch thefts what would you do if you seen somebody doing that would do yeah. trying to rob something for their yeah. watch it's none of my business yeah, just leave it's, that. Yeah, it's not, it's not. If it's a handbag or something, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. let someone rob someone's handbag. But um, all the watch thefts and that, I'd, I'm not getting involved. Is any of the young kids have come forward to try and ask for advice? Um, I've tried to give a few of them advice, and they all look to me like just gave me that look. Mm-hmm. Especially when I first come out, you lot can't be doing this anymore. And then there's like, oh, but they've been round our block and done this and so we need to go up there like one of my little friends lost their life the other day in Brixton and the a delivery driver got shot also at the same time or I think he's on his moped or something <sighs> no one wins man like I spoke to I see his dad as well it's just heartbreaking to even look at his dad in the face who is it Battersea in Brixton 
Um, it's it's mad. You got Clapham Junction, then you got Battersea, you got Clapham, Brixton, Stockwell. It's just like in this little circle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like loads of little blocks are linked up with each other, and they them two blocks will be for that block over there. Um, I, I'm just too old for all of that. How does it make you feel when you see? Young kids losing their life. It makes me feel sad because one of them lost their life like a couple of weeks ago. I was with him the other day in the cafe. I was with him the other day in the cafe. I was asking what's going on with the music. You getting got any new music being released? Got on the news and someone's been shot. Shot. Do you feel lucky to be alive yourself though? Yeah, very lucky. I've, I've nearly I've nearly been shot like five times. I've been in very close encounters. Like my brother's been shot, so I've been very close to like having one in my head. How was your brother? I don't want to say it, yeah, but he's in prison at the minute. Oh, but it's for something man. silly, lads. Listen, so he it's only he had his dog with him. Mm-hmm. The police were trying to stop him when he's got his dog. My, my brother said to the police, let me tie my dog to the railing because he's going to go for you if you put your arms on me. And the police kept coming forward and forward. One of them jumped to my brother. My dog's grabbed the police officer. So they put him away for that. Where's the dog? He's in the dog station wherever oh, he is yeah no, do you know what he they're went not going to put it down no they? they're not because he went caught the other day and even the judge said he wants the prosecution to relook at the footage because he deems the dog as not vicious whereas he's on video camera my brother saying let me tie the dog up before you arrest me and mm-hmm. he didn't allow him to do that so the judge was saying it looks like he's protecting his owner and you look didn't give him no other option so oh, that's cool man you can so, imagine that mate doing a sentence and then your dog gets put down oh yeah fuck everybody else yeah dogs are he's a dogs? lovely he's a lovely dog as well what he's kind a, of dog he's um he's a half american bulldog something but he's got a really fat head on him really beautiful dog he is really um friendly mm-hmm. but like i said the police are jumping on my brother so he's protecting his owner Oh, he's back in six. I remember we spoke about. He's in one at the minute, man. He's doing better as well because he, he he come on camera the other day. I done a little documentary just walking around my estate, and um, mm. my brother's not really one for the camera. I was like, come and tell, come and just say a few words, and that on the camera, and that like what happened. Like majority of these podcasts are about you being shot and stuff. He's like, all right, then cool. And he comes to the field where he's done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be out hopefully before Christmas anyway. Ah, oh, shape man. Hopefully, he gets out. He's then. good. He's sweet as man. I sent him a couple of quid the other day. He's all right. Yeah. How's uh How what does he say when he sees you like, doing well? And he gives me loads of motivation. And says he's proud and that as well. We we even had a sit down and actually spoke about when he got shot because we never had a sit down and spoke about how he felt because mm-hmm. uh, we didn't get no help or nothing. He didn't even get no help after that. So we actually had that sit down and it was really nice. Yeah, it was needed. Sp- yeah, you spoke about that on the first podcast to say that. You needed that sit down actually. Needed it. And it. Did you just get emotional doing that? Yeah, we did. And he tries to hold it in. <laughs> I think we all do the one. We all do like, like me and my brother always try and play cool. Like, yeah. yeah. But, um, it was nice to get it out of the way and um, to know how we both felt. Yeah. Do you think that's why you feel lighter though, Freya? Because you are speaking <sighs> now about Wait. the mad shit that you never spoke about for so many years. There's so many stories I didn't even like even go through like there's loads of other shootings i forgot even to mention and stuff um, but obviously that's the main one and i've let where i've let it go my life's got a lot easier are you still getting jumpy if you hear like yeah exhaust yeah busting on motorbikes like yeah i still don't like bikes still don't like loud like um loud noises and keys jingling i always feel like um, the officers at my door in, in prison yeah. my door doing a cell raid or something how important that is to speak about your past you have to. I, feel, I, I, believe, I really do believe 
just get everything out there. Once it's out, it's out. You can move on with your life. Mm-hmm. It's sad, isn't it, as well? Because I've got many friends up in Scotland in prison and they've got so many talents to do anything they wanted. Mm. And, and I always say, it, like, you're not a bad person because you do bad shit. You're just caught up in that fucking loop where it just seems as if it's your only way out. You've not got the confidence to make better changes or feel as if you're good enough to do that job because you look at other people and think ah, I couldn't do that you're just selling yourself short because you you can do anything listen if you can do a 10 stretch or 20 stretch in mm. prison you can fucking do anything like, and yeah. that's the thing for the people need to believe man and, and I, f- I found um, prison was r- pretty easy for me if I didn't have my daughter I probably could have just sat in there you know mm-hmm. but um, there's so much more out, so much more to life than prison how much do you become a recluse because you have spent so many years in prison? What do you mean? Like when you've, you're kind of kept away from everything where when you come out you feel like it's it's calmer and more peaceful when you are yourself even though you've got so much it's you can so, do. It's so much easier like just to be myself and I just feel so light when I'm walking. I was not walking with any weight on my shoulders. I'm just enjoying walking down the roads. Things that things that seem so much clearer to me. How is it when people stop you if they maybe want a photo or they want to speak to you about? I am all for it. Listen, I'm all for it. The other day, I was at the train station. This happens a few times that the fella on the other side, oh Lou, big Lou, shouting out from the other side. I'm just playing the cool. Yeah, you're right, mate. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe feel really good because there's a uh, there's a young lady there. So she must be looking. Thinking, who's, who's this yeah, geezer yeah, sort yeah. of thing? So it's it's quite nice. People recognising me. Yesterday, someone took a picture of me on the train. He's into podcasts and that he mm-hmm. said, to be honest, I've not watched anyone's podcast before. I've not even watched, I don't even watch my own ones back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mad life, but and it may like where it comes from that people that can just have a discussion. But the biggest things on Netflix and stuff is true crime. People want to hear about it, but even though some of it's fiction, this is real life. Yeah. This is the shit that goes on. No matter who you are or what you are, you can't escape from people's decision making in life. Yeah. But what you can learn from is what they they did from the past what they're doing now and how how they made changes making changes is the greatest thing you can do in this world for the better that there's people on good paths that slip off and end up on a bad path there's people on bad paths that slip in and do have good paths like there's so many people struggling now with alcohol drugs and think that they're not good enough there's many people caught up in violence and robberies and they think that's their only way there's other options there's other choices it's all down to you it's all down to what you. you want to do and it can be hard especially if you're conditioned into a life where you think this is the only option it's not you've got many many options but it's about stepping back from that circle of life you're in actually looking at the bigger picture and taking advice from people who's lived that life mm-hmm. but it must be when your friends are in there thinking fuck me let the flu can change I can change that yeah. they become an inspiration for your yeah. friends and that's an important thing that you probably never thought that would be the case five years ago. Never. Never. But how does that then make you feel that when you, you look back, you think, fuck me, what a year. So what would it be like five years, ten years, if you keep just chipping away? Just got to be consistent. Whatever you want to do in life, you, you have to be consistent with what, and know what you want. What do you want to achieve out of this within a year or two years? What do you want out of it? Mm-hmm. I've I've just been so consistent with what I'm doing. Oh, James, it's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. I really want a movie role. Someone needs to come and get me. I need to play a movie role for someone. But just keep I'm doing well, what you're I'm doing. Well up for it. 
just keep doing what you're doing. You're on Ladbow, you're on here again. We've got other things in the pipeline. You've got your own YouTube channel, get yeah. your TikTok, Instagram, everything's just small steps. The only thing is we're concentrating on a big finishing line. Mm -hmm. Wanting this now, tomorrow, yesterday. Doesn't yeah. happen that way because it, there's got to be something. When you achieve something, there's got to be something to try and achieve again. Yeah. Or else you just stop dead. There's got to be new goals, new visions, new beliefs. And then once you start gaining that confidence, once the ball starts rolling, which it already is, then you can achieve anything. You can be wherever you want to be. Yeah. You can be surrounded by whoever you want to be surrounded with because it doesn't matter. You can be sitting fucking anywhere with mad people you'd never thought you'd be sitting with. Yeah, I went to a, um, a Channel 4 launch party the other day and mm -hmm. people was recognising me like uh, Steve-O the Madman. Mm -hmm. he's quite big on Instagram and he come over and said hello he's like oh Lou it's good to be on this side innit and I was like yeah like come and shook my hand a few other people come and said hello I was like this is crazy like yeah. this is a bit of me you know not that I was showing off or anything but I was thinking this is what I want this is where I'm meant to be yeah that's your life mate that's your partners yeah. and even though a lot of misery in the past you've still got to thank it because it's led to who you are I see you and your dad having books and films and I seen there being a partnership there even the family life with your brother in again, that's just all part and parcel of the, uh, maybe your brother will go, fuck this man, what am I doing back in here? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My brother's older brother's been doing so well as well. Up until they come and got him the other day for the dog incident, which wasn't even his fault like that. He's been doing so well. I've even had my little brother out the house. Alfie's been out the house, had a table tennis thing with him um, not so long ago. He actually come on camera and done a little bit of my documentary for me. I said to Alfie, what, what's it like having your big brother out? And he was like, well, we've not had the police here, so good, I suppose. <laughs> Bless him. Do you, how is your brother, your brother getting on? Alfie's, Alfie's doing all right. He's just in, in, his, in his room with his Chelsea top on, just playing his computer and that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's a wicked character and that. But you're, you're doing well, mate. So I'm proud, I'm proud of you as well. Like, I appreciate it, man. Six months is a, a long time, like, obviously well five months a year you've been out but five months since you were on this the first time and everything you've said you've stuck to yeah and you're only you've only got stronger you've got more confidence you feel lighter yeah, you feel freer so whatever you're doing is working yeah the Just, confidence is such a big thing man i've had a few people like um message me saying oh you didn't talk like this on the james english thing but like what well, i'd say that to that you learn to adapt to people you're around and i'm quite good at adapting to certain situations or some people don't realize i'm doing skits sometimes on instagram i'm mm. messing about so they think i'm being a little rude boy from off this day i might it's actually a mess around thing right lads so stop abusing me yeah but people are just people yeah. just like them on bro but like i say if this is what happens after a year then what's it going to be like in three years five years yeah. ten years the world's yours brother like for anybody that's maybe wanting to help you get involved that like, how can they get in touch yeah, please just, uh, feel free to message me on Instagram, Big Lou Gym Bars, and um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've got a lot of stuff coming. Um, look forward to having you in the gym soon. I'm there, brother. Simpson as well. Can't wait to see get you boys in the gym, man. For anybody that's struggling, mate, like, what advice would you have for them? For anyone who's struggling, man, um, the first thing I say is be yourself and learn to open up. If you've got, if you've got a friend you can go and talk to, just go and talk to them and... I always enjoy long walks. I get people sending me videos on Instagram, just them just walking. Lou, I've gone for a walk today. So listen, just go and appreciate some scenery, go for a little stroll. And if you're feeling that low, just go and ask for help. Yeah, listen, bro, for coming on today, this is just a kind of catch up for what you're doing, what you're achieving and how far you've come. Like, we've got other things in the pipeline, which mm. we'll, 
we'll get involved with in the next few weeks that we're going to we're going to the more nitty gritty side of things. But yeah. today's just a kind of catch up, see how you are, which you're flying, mate. And I'm proud yeah, of you. Tired today, though. I really, it's been grafting all day. Yeah, mate. Could. But listen for coming on again. <laughs> nice, I appreciate it, man. I'm proud of you. For anybody that's wanting to get involved, man, we'll leave the links for your social media in the description. But proud of you, brother. Keep going, man. And I look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Appreciate it. Thank Cheers, you. Bro. Podcast Network.